I want you to die? Where did you ever get an idea like that? It's weird, sinful. But Elaine had to turn away to hide the burning shame of her face. Over her shoulder, she continued to scold. As for my dreaming of freedom, she turned toward him again, her face faintly pink. Why should I? Freedom from what? As if this place weren't so devastatingly beautiful, and I, she paused to stretch her long body on the long chair and give attention to a family of quail going through their ritual movements on the grass, weren't in love with you. The garden was alive with the scents and sounds of early spring. Frisia and Narcissus sent out strong perfumes. The grass glittered with dampness left by morning fog. Bees and hummingbirds pondered the rich choice of blossoms. Elaine closed her eyes to recall the past and Fletcher when she had first known him, a man totally committed to life. I don't deny that I said that freedom's the most wonderful thing for a girl, but why did I say it? You've got to consider the circumstances. When your best friend weeps over long distance after getting her divorce, you've got to think of some way to console her. Freedom's great for Joyce, but Fletch, really? Since he had lost his vocal authority, Elaine had tried to control her own speech so that he would not know the passion of her pity. Darling, please don't take everything so personally. Fletcher turned to study the rosy countenance. They were in the small trellised pavilion that had been added as a conceit by a previous owner of the property. Their garden was out of all proportion to its neighbors, just as the Mexican ranch house was too mellow and simple for the district. All around them the trees had been cut down, gardens cut up into building lots, upon which stood pretentious, sterile houses surrounded by cactus and broad-leaved tropical plants set into patches of colored stone. I'm so happy here, honestly. I dote on the place. And the garden's getting better every day, don't you think? Next winter I'm going to plant more azaleas, huge, expensive plants, Fletch, under the pines, pinks and deep rose color. Don't you think it'll be beautiful? And so amusing to work out. The quail continued their odd dance. Elaine dreamed of costly shrubs. A plane buzzed overhead, and Fletcher smiled at her enthusiasm. The movement of indulgence was not to last. A truck had entered the driveway and stopped at the kitchen door. Oh, heavens, I've forgotten! And Elaine ran, long-legged and supple, toward the house where the milkman waited. Fletcher, following less frantically, came upon them as Elaine, with a devastating smile, told the fellow apologetically, Of course it's not your fault, but I do think at the prices they charge, your company could deliver fresher eggs. I'll take it up with the board of directors. Elaine laughed immoderately, her husband thought. The milkman was young and blithe, with all of these sturdy tradesmen, she made a ceremony of selection, asked questions about each item, discussed family habits. I ought to take that disgusting non-fat, but we hate it. My husband especially, and he's the one who can't afford to put on another ounce. His weight, 
thought Pletcher, was not the business of the youth who stared flagrantly at Elaine's long legs in cream-tan trousers, at hips and breasts whose curves were not entirely concealed by the loose overblouse,